Hello and welcome to Juggling Podcast number 25. My name is Luke Boich and sitting next to me is... Paula Brendler. And we're recording this live um, in Southampton. Southampton just happens to be the place that we at the moment in our travels. This podcast is going to be a little bit shorter than normal. We don't have an interview this week just because, well, we're on the road and we're recording this without uh, without our normal equipment. We just are on the sea. Yeah, we're just on the road. Okay, we're on the, we're on the sea. We're doing a we're doing a gig on a cruise ship, uh, which is turning out really nicely. Now, there's a few announcements that I just quickly want to make. The reason we were actually saying this in the last few podcasts, the reason why uh, nobody was actually, or not so many people were downloading the last podcast, I wasn't entirely sure why. Uh, it turns out that I made a mistake in the RSS feed, the thing that you subscribe to to make sure that this downloads every week. I messed it up. So about, I'm thinking maybe a few hundred people, maybe about 400 people didn't download the, the last two podcasts. This one you should be getting fine. Um, and the last one you should have got fine as well. But podcast number i think number 22 and number 23 which was the uh, toulouse juggling convention report that i made from there and also the interview with priam from the mad french posse and ori roth from israel uh, you must have missed those podcasts literally hundreds of people didn't download them uh, and it's my fault so go back and check them out Boo, Luke. i know i'm a bit stupid uh, let's uh, let's go down what's else on the notes oh yeah we asked for emails um, and email topics of, of what we can talk about. So it's, instead of it just being um, us talking about our news and then an interview and then us just talking about the interview, for it to actually be different topics from week to week. And um, one topic idea that was got, that was sent in was talk about conventions, like a conventions 101 thing, you know, how... Uh, what to do there, you know, what to take with you. Um, but the thing is, we did a whole spiel about conventions about 30 minutes, um, didn't we, on a, on a previous podcast. Yeah. So um, we're not going to do that right away. Another person said, uh, talk about how to be a professional juggler and um, and how good you have to be to be a professional juggler and how to make a show and all that kind of stuff. Um Sorry, there's announcements going in the background here. Uh, and I, we could do that, talk about that, but I personally don't think I'm the best qualified to talk about this because, you know, as I said before, uh, people have asked me about this before, I don't have a huge amount of experience as a professional juggler. It's probably best to talk to someone who's been a professional juggler for maybe, you know, at least a good 10 years. I think people who've been a professional juggler for longer than that have either forgotten about what they've done in the past or when they were becoming a professional juggler, the scene was just very different and uh, maybe they, uh, I don't know, maybe their advice wouldn't be specifically good uh, for people becoming a professional juggler at the moment. Uh, so the only piece of advice I can tell people if you want to become a professional performer is perform at every chance, at every chance possible. Get up on stage and do your thing. Um, you can only get better with practice. Actually, what a few people emailed us about, um, sent emails to Luke at Juggler. Dot net, by the way, that's the that's where you should send in any feedback and comments about the podcast. Uh, uh, three people actually. It's All the love and word peace to me at at polabrendle at yahoo.com. Um, that's cool. Uh, so three people actually sent individual emails, all asking for pretty much the same kind of thing. They said. Uh, we want you to talk about juggling props, what clubs to buy, what balls to buy, what rings to buy, what makes certain juggling clubs uh, better than others, and what do you recommend? And I actually think this is a good topic, and a few people have asked for it. Uh, we haven't had that many emails, um, of course not so many listeners either, but uh, we haven't managed to get to uh, 
to the uh, the internet over the past week either. So maybe there's been other topics recommended, but we thought we'd go for one of these topics. Now, I'd like to talk about juggling clubs and juggling rings and maybe even uh, Diabolos in another show. But for this show, I'd start off just by talking about juggling balls. Um, I could talk for many hours on just juggling clubs and the design of juggling clubs and what makes a good juggling club and uh, hopefully I'll get some good opinions and make a show up about that later on. But uh, yeah, juggling balls. So we'll do this as a, a question and answer session. And so Paula's going to ask some questions and I'm going to do my best to answer them. Paula, are you ready? Yeah. And I guess I'm not allowed to do some ball jokes, uh, am I? Uh, you can do as many ball jokes as you want. Playing with balls, hard balls, soft balls, balls anything you want at all, Paula. Uh, okay. Maybe later. Uh, so, what balls should I juggle? What balls should you juggle? <laughs> okay, good question. I guess that is what I'm trying to answer in this podcast. My first response would be, uh, Polo, what shoes are you wearing right now? No shoes at all. Yeah, but it, what shoes were you wearing a few minutes ago? Flip-flops. Exactly. So, uh, the reason you're wearing flip-flops is because you're, well, you're on a ship and you're walking around on a ship and uh, it's sunny outside and you want to have cool feet. There's lots of reasons to wear flip-flops. What shoes were you wearing last night? Um... However you call them, I don't know. Just high heel shoes, weren't they? Yeah, uh, but very chic. Yeah, very chic shoes. Um, the reason is because you want it to look good and you want it to have that kind of style. I did look good. Actually, let me put it this way. Paula, how many pairs of shoes do you have? Uh, I don't know. I can't count them. Exactly. Or, or on this trip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, more just than trousers. Yeah, Paula bought more pairs of shoes than trousers. Now, I'm getting to the, the the heart of this. It's pretty much the heart of my argument. It's like y you don't wear shoes, like sprinting shoes, to hike up a mountain. You have enough balls. Yeah, uh, exactly. But you don't wear sprinting say. shoes to hike up a mountain. You don't wear hiking boots to run a 100-meter sprint. It's like you don't wear flip-flops to go to a nice dinner. And you don't wear, like, high heel shoes to walk around um, on the beach. The thing is that y y balls are very easy to have many sets of balls and it depending on what you want to do with the balls or how good you are at juggling balls or you know what you're going to perform or if you're just wanting to practice like that um, you can have many sets now it's a bit different with maybe unicycles of course lots of unicycle enthusiasts do have many unicycles but they're quite hard to transport a bit different for clubs and rings because they're quite big but balls you can often take you know two or three sets of balls with you so uh, uh, yeah, just just go with the balls that suit your juggling. So let's go through this um, one by one. So, uh, Paula, ask me, set up a situation and uh, and I'll, you know, pick out one of the best balls or the kind of balls that you should be buying or trying out um, at that stage or that style of juggling. Okay. Um, let's imagine I couldn't juggle. What balls should I buy? So you can't juggle at all. This is what you should not do is buy balls. What you should be doing is buying beanbags. Um, and because beanbags you'll be dropping a lot Don't you call beanbags balls as well? Yeah, but specifically when we're talking about in-depth about balls I might as well differentiate okay. between balls I and beanbags Yeah, so uh, so buy some, you know, that you can buy them anywhere This is really great and I would go for bags, handbags what? Handbags? Going to wear my shoes Okay, no, let's <laughs> let's stick to juggling uh, balls <laughs> The moment. I think the the shoe thing, Polo, was just to set up the situation, really. Okay, now we go on with handbags. Uh, no, we <laughs> go on with the juggling balls. Oh, uh, yeah, anyway, so if you can't juggle at all, just buy anything. You know, any kind of cheap balls just to learn to juggle three. There's no problem at all. But make sure they're not balls and that they don't bounce and that they don't roll very well. Um, oranges are quite good, too. What? I still have my first beanbags. You do? Yeah, they are... No, older. They are 15 years old. 15 years old? Yeah. Wow, so... Uh, they are so ugly. Yeah? Yeah, they are like yellow and purple and and 
turkeys and grain. But it doesn't matter, does it? Because you only had them to learn how to juggle. Yeah, and it took me ten years. <laughs> so, uh, so it's great. So just buy anything, buy any cheap crap, no problem at all. Um, I just go through some of the pros and cons because uh, you can buy them anywhere at all. Any toy shop, any juggling shop at all will have some cheap ones, and that's all you really need. Uh, so let's move on, Polar. Um, next situation. Okay, I'm a quick learner. Now I already can juggle three balls, but want to go on with four and five. Okay, four and five balls. What you should be doing then is pretty much moving on to squash balls or thuds, as they're called. These are like four-panel vinyl-covered, you know, like um, uh, fabric balls. You can buy them. You know, Beard and Babash make these, and uh, other juggling companies as well. They're really cheap. They'll last probably about a year. Um, and then they sort of disintegrate after about a year, but that's enough. And they better than these <laughs> beanbags that you told me about. What's that? How were they called? No, no, I'm not going to get into that now. Uh, anyway, so they last about a year, and uh, and they don't roll away when they're dropped, and they're available pretty much in any juggling shop or any juggling convention at all. Um, for maybe you know, for maybe two, three euros each, up to five euros each, or something. Yeah, that's the kind of um, price range you're talking about. Um, pros: they're cheap, they don't bounce a roll. You can buy them any shop or convention. Oh, I just said all this. Uh, and also, if you buy one from one brand and one from another, say if you get a beard squash ball and a babash squash ball, you can't really tell that much of a difference they're all about the same weight about i guess 130 grams or something they're all about the same size you know about 60 millimeters across and the bad thing is about about them like i say they don't last more than about a year and if they get wet you've got to dry them out really quick because they disintegrate and start sprouting so polar next uh question Okay, I'm more serious and want to do more technical juggling with three to seven balls now. Three. Wow, I'm quick. I know that was a good that was a good uh, good progress I there. I would learn that quick. <laughs> okay, so um, back in the day, the only option you had really was something like Fergie bags, um, but Fergie. Uh, Michael Ferguson doesn't make them anymore. Um, so Sports Juggling Co. and um, G-Balls and these other uh, companies have set up pretty much making the same style of things. These are six-panel bags in a sort of like squash cube kind of shape. Um, and they're white or different colours as well, made out of some kind of leather, like uh, plasticky leather stuff or suede or other materials. And they look great and they last a lot, lot longer. These la- balls will last you years and years and years. Um, and the design means that when they get a bit older, they actually hold their shape quite well. They don't sort of start <laughs> squashing out like the squash balls do. Uh, they stay in more of a ball shape. Pros, yep, they last a long time. They look great. They're good for performing. The cons uh, is that they're actually more expensive. You'll be spending maybe, I'm guessing, maybe seven, eight, nine euros per bag. Uh, they're not that easily available either. You can't buy them at any juggling convention. You have to purchase them online. Um, and because of this, it's sometimes quite hard to try them out before you buy them. Um, but I do always suggest trying out some balls before you buy them. Next question, Polly. Yeah, wh- while you talked, I trained a bit and now I want to get into numbers juggling with eight or more balls. Eight or more balls. Well, if you're going to be going for sort of 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 balls, uh, you've got to ask yourself, what have you know? how many people have flashed 12 balls? Not many. Um, and what kind of beanbags did they use? Because that's probably what you're going to be needing to do high-level numbers juggling. Uh, myself, Ben Beaver, Peter Bone have all flashed 12 balls, and we all use these very small, um, about you know, uh, 50 millimetres across, 50 gram, underfilled, saggy 
juggling bean bags made either by Dave Barnes or myself, and I th- and uh, and they work. You know, you can catch six of these in one hand without any problem as long as you've thrown them quite well. They're not that stable in the air. They're not as stable as like the like the overfilled or tighter um, juggling bean bags. But you know, when it comes to catching lots of them, it's pretty much the only way to go. Um, I'll, I'll do a 30 gram one because I have so small hands. Well, actually, some 30, 35 gram balls were once made, and Ben Beaver tried them out. They actually turned out to be a little bit too light. Now, lots of people I, actually. I'll use tissues. <laughs> okay, tissues. <laughs> um, people say that. They say, oh, yeah, I'll just juggle five tissues, and it'll all work out. Actually, juggling five tissues is really, really hard for I'll some reason. 12. 12 tissues. Yeah. Okay. What, with a, with a fan? You just put the fan underneath them and blow it? Yeah. So um, a, a thing is about the weight as well. People actually talk about, um, oh, they're really small and crap. It's cheating to juggle small bean bags like that. Um, but yeah, the thing is, Polo, put the put the um, tissues, down. tissues down. Yeah. Uh, but the yeah, the weight of the balls really does um, make it possible. It doesn't just make it easy. It makes it possible. I've seen Anthony Gatto um, do ten balls, and he gets a nice run of maybe twenty throws or something like that. But he only does twenty throws. He never catches all ten balls because it's impossible to catch the balls. Um, I've done eighteen catches with ten balls does clean. Just count when you when you catch them all. Yeah, exactly. So, so Anthony Gatto can get eighteen, twenty throws, but he doesn't get eighteen or twenty catches in a row. So. Um, uh, yeah, but I have got 18 catches of 10 balls in a row. But the only way I can do that is with the with these small soft balls. With a net. <laughs> no, not with a net. With um, a net that is around you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just throw them all in the air and just hopefully the the net catch them. Um, and also the weight of Anthony Gatto's balls, the pinky balls that he uses, are about 60 or 70 grams anyway. And so they're not. Yeah, he just uses these balls called pinky balls, these playground sort of kids' toy balls. The and balls was called pinky. When I was younger. Paul, I'm going to edit that out because you're just waffling now. <laughs> so, um, yeah, the good thing is is that you can catch five or more in one hand and they last you ages. The bad thing is that you can't really buy these commercially. You've either got to, you know, beg Dave Barnes to make you some or me to make you some or someone else who's making that same kind of balls to make you some or you make your own. Um, the good thing is you can actually find the instructions how to make these online. Just go to the juggling database, the, the IJDB um, jugglingdb.com look in the compendium and look in sort of making props and uh, you can find the instructions on how to make them including patterns and uh, all the instructions that you need uh, another bad thing is that when you make, use these balls people will call you a cheat Pola next question please why did they call would they call you a cheat have you not been listening it's because the balls are really small and saggy and easy to catch and people think that you've got to juggle like acrylics or something um, to make juggling uh, numbers juggling count in some That's way silly uh, okay, but if you remember, I asked you for balls at the beginning, not for beanbags. Yeah, I know. I have so been concentrating. Maybe go on to balls now. Okay, if you're going to juggle balls, three balls, silicon balls are the way to go. They're the best balls ever. They look great. They're super clean and grippy and bounce well. The pros is that all of those things as well, um, especially for three-ball juggling, they're absolutely fantastic. The bad things about them is that actually silicon balls are quite expensive if you're buying lots of them. And when you drop them, they bounce and they roll away, the exact opposite of juggling bean bags. And when they collide in the air, they're a complete pain. So, uh, so yeah, silicon balls, the way to go. Okay, I'd prefer something less bouncy because I, I want to practice it and I don't want to run after the balls all the time. 
Okay, well, stage balls are good. Stage balls are like plastic with a hollow middle to the ball as well. They're quite light. I use five of them for a five-ball five routine. You know that routine that I do? Of course I do. And uh, they, they have bright colours and they look fantastic on stage. Oh, but you said never put a white one with the coloured ones. Yes, actually, the colours do bleed across. If you put white white stage balls with, with colour stage balls, um, yeah, the colours the colors sort of bleed across from one to another. In the routine that I do, the balls, when I drop them, they do bounce and roll away. The thing is, in the routine I do, it's sort of choreographed that the balls bounce and roll away because uh, I use quite large ones. Uh, they come in lots of different sizes, stage How balls. Large? What? How large? <laughs> Big balls. Yeah, from about six centimetres up to ten centimetres, maybe bigger. And they have two different kinds of finishes as well. You can either get the smooth finish, which looks nice and shiny, or like the peach finish, which is a bit not not shiny. It's like peach kind. Uh, the peach ones are actually easier to juggle, but they get dirty and stay dirty quite a bit. Stage balls, they can feel a bit light, though, uh, so uh, it's, they're not the best thing to, to train with. Also, you get different sort of hardnesses of plastic duvet balls, um, and the ones that you can buy in America from other brands as well, they're normally very, very hard, and the babash balls are very soft. Beard balls are somewhere in between. I actually knew someone once who wanted soft stage balls, like soft 10 centimeter stage balls, um, and he wanted them so much that he swapped a set of five silicon balls with someone's five um, babash stage balls which is you know for the person uh, getting the silicon balls and that deal was absolutely fantastic um, maybe you just went back to the shop and said hey can I have 10 <laughs> of the soft balls yeah I would 30. I would but they're, they're you know the, the softer balls are actually very difficult to get in America so yeah but these these do bounce and a little bit not as much as silicons of course and they do roll away um yeah, and also when they've got the smooth surface on them, they do feel a bit sticky. If you've got like three in one hand or four in one hand, they sometimes stick. They sort of stick you to call each other that a bit. Sweat. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> a little bit of sweat. Anyway, let's move on. Okay, um, I asked for less bouncy, and I still do. Okay, so you want something less bouncy now? I you don't want them to roll and bounce away. Okay, what you need to do if you do, if you want them to not bounce away is get DX balls from Beard or MMX balls from Play Juggling, and they're like stage balls with a whole punching them and then you fill them up with seed or millet of, of some kind and then you plug the hole again <laughs> stop stop it stop it now so um, these balls actually feel a lot more a lot more solid in your hand as well because they're a lot heavier because they're filled stage balls and you can again with as the same as stage balls you can get them in peach surface or smooth surface um, balls um, and uh, they take a while to get broken in. They're quite hard when you first buy them, but after a while they get softer. Um, yeah, what else to say about these balls? They really, really... They get softer. Yeah, they do get softer. Um, Stefan Singh, he actually likes the grip of silicons, but he likes the non-bounceness of DX balls. What he does is he actually gets his balls and he gets out some latex balloons and he covers his balls in balloons. Polar, stop pissing yourself laughing. And uh, he actually. Don't say that! He puts two white balloons over each of his balls, and but he has to replace the balls, the balloons on his balls, every every two or three days because they, they get. They get they, a bit sweaty. Yeah, they get a bit sweaty and dirty and they pick up grit and grime and things like that. So he has to keep his balls clean. I'm not doing anything. I'm just talking about juggling balls. What are you going on about? Anyway, um, so pros with uh, with DX balls and MMX balls, they can feel like non-bouncy silicon balls. They're quite cheap. I would send you to God. Paula, shut up. 
Um, and also, DX balls are uh, pretty much available in lots of different sizes, lots of different colours as well. Uh, and the bad thing is about them is that you can't fly to Australia or New Zealand with these balls because they're filled with seeds. Actually, any kind of beanbags filled with seeds you can't uh, take at all. And the other bad thing is, like I say, they do take quite a while to break in. Um, so, Pola, next question. Okay, I'm even more lazy. These balls still roll too much and I want to be able to catch one on the top of my foot or hat. Okay, on your hat. On my hat. Head. Head. So, um... On my foot, then. Okay, on your foot. So what you need now is Russian balls. Russian balls, you've got a hard outer shell, and you fill it about quarter full to about half full, full of seed or sand or salt or anything else like that, which sort of, like, shakes around inside. Um, I really actually like Russian balls for performing, but... Polish. get the picture out of my hat. Polish, hello. <laughs> so, uh, I... I, I like them for performing, but I don't actually use them now as much. I just use normal squash white, like, thud bean bags because uh, I can actually then do my three-ball routine as well as seven balls in the same show with the same balls and don't have to carry around too many sets. Uh, Russian, land, Russian balls land uh, completely dead. They just go onto the floor and thunt. And they like. stop. Yeah. yeah. But the thing is, like a third, you know, if you get enough sort of like uh, horizontal motion when they land, they will still roll away. Anything oh. that's slightly roll, round will still roll. But Russian balls, they're great for body catches. Um, and they're really, really cool. I mean, they're pretty much my choice of balls at the moment, um, even though I don't actually juggle them that much at the moment. But I guess I just don't juggle that much at the moment. The bad thing is about them is that you can't really buy them commercially. You've got to make your own. But the good thing is is that the instructions are, on, are online. There's lots of people who have written up how they made their Russian balls and how they seal them up and things like that. There are some places online that you could probably buy them, um, but I just don't have that information at hand. The other thing that you could do is use Silex balls from Play, S-I-L-X balls, I think, and uh, they are the same kind of thing as Russian balls, but instead of having sand in them or seeds in them or anything like that, they've got this silicon-based liquid kind of stuff inside of it, um, and they feel a bit like a DX ball, a little bit lighter, but they bounce dead like a Russian ball. I've not really tried them enough to have a strong opinion about them either way. So, uh, Polet, let's move on. Okay, now I want to bounce. Bounce juggling. Yeah. Silicon balls. It's yeah, really the not bouncing. Now I want a ball. Okay, so um, uh, silicon balls is just the way to go. The thing is they do cost quite a bit. You know, instead of for, for most balls like 10 euros each or something, these can cost like 30 to 40 euros each. But they do look fantastic. They've got the most consistent bounce and they just feel great. Cool. Um, something cheaper? Cheaper. But still bouncy? Still bouncy. Okay. Play juggling oddballs and lots of other juggling manufacturers sell for about five to ten euros each their own sort of cheap brand of of rubber um, bouncing balls. They're not silicon balls, but they they're good and they're great. And the good thing is about them is that they cost a lot less. Uh, but they're not silicons, and they do get a bit more dirty. And they don't feel so good, and they feel a bit rubbery. You can practice with them, and when you're really good, then you get the serious silicon balls. Exactly, that is the way to go. Also, lacrosse balls. I've never actually juggled them, but I've heard they're actually quite good for bouncing. The thing is, if you've got balls that don't bounce quite so well, you can still do force bouncing, um, which needs less bounce than uh, lift bouncing. So, uh, Polo, next question. Okay, now I want bigger balls. Bigger balls? Yeah. Okay, I guess all the balls I've talked about so far have been from like 50 to 65 millimeters across. So, for performing, just a little bit bigger balls actually make all the difference. They make them a lot, lot more visible on stage. So large stage balls are great. So just get large are they stage balls. Are or not? Large, 
yeah, I mean, the thing is, when you get bigger bit, balls, bit um, the bigger the balls are, the if you start filling them up to stop them bouncing, they, they get really, <laughs> really heavy. So pretty much if you're using larger balls, they're going to bounce. Large stage balls are great because they, they, they're all balanced exactly the same. They all juggle exactly the same. They're designed for juggling. They come in a, a wide variety of colours. Um, the bad thing is that they actually look a bit too much like juggling props, though. Uh, okay, even more big. Even bigger. Bigger. Okay, the next thing you could do is, like I do, is use large tennis balls. These come from about 125 millimeters to 150 millimeters. That's like five or six inches across. Uh, I performed with these balls for the first time back in like 2000, I think. Really like them. Um, also, I found that because they got the fabric coating of a large tennis ball, Velcro sticks to them. So I use some like gimmicks in the routine and sort of balance them three high and things, which is pretty much impossible, um, but looks really good fun. Uh, the good thing is about that the fabric covering is that you can, if they get a bit dirty, you can just chuck them in the washing machine and they get cleaned easily. The bad thing about the fabric finish is that they can uh, be a bit slippy in some ways. Um, be slippy. Well, it's just that sort of like the fabric. Maybe if you've got slightly sweaty hands, the fabric just slips away a bit. Um, especially if you've been juggling. If if they're new, you know, they they can feel a bit slippy. Definitely going to keep performing with these in the future. It just depends on what shows I'm doing. The bad thing is that they're actually really hard to juggle, and because they're not a standard sports equipment or standard juggling equipment the size and the shape of them can vary a little bit they can be re either really hard and heavy or a little bit softer and lighter uh, and the other thing is that they're big but unlike other balls you can't deflate them they're not inflatable they're just there so when you're traveling with them you can't pack them down into a small space okay now even bigger bigger beach volleyballs pretty much the way to go there. Uh, they've got a grippy surface and they're just about the right size so when you hold one in one hand and you turn it upside down your hand can still grip it. It's about yeah, that you size. Have a big hand. Yeah, when you've got a big hand but you know normal sized hands can grip it like that. Also you can uninflate them, de-inflate them for traveling and that works quite well and also you can leave them a little bit soft and when you have them a bit soft they're actually quite a lot, I say quite, a lot easier to juggle. Uh, the thing is they can be quite expensive for a really nice set um, because the the cheaper ones all have silly designs on like hey beach nice yeah like that kind of designs um, and they're pink coloured and stuff to get a nice set of like professional beach volleyballs you need to you need to spend quite a bit of money um, but they feel great uh, but they're quite expensive and it's more difficult to juggle more than three of them so. It's not that much money. <laughs> well, the thing is, they you are... go up to ten. No, 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 you can't. You can't juggle ten of them. But you can juggle five of them. Okay, you know, they're the, they're the sort of largest balls I've ever juggled five of. Um, let's move on. Okay. I wanted bigger. Bigger? Again. Polly just likes big balls, I think. Um, you need to move yes, on to... Uh, and balloons, are they? And uh, you need to move on to footballs or soccer balls. They're bigger again than volleyballs. Um yeah, yeah, they're sort of like the next size up. Um, great for performing because everyone knows footballs and how hard it is just to control a one with their foot, let alone juggle four or five. The thing is that they're not, they're not designed for catching in your hand. You know, they're designed to be a bit slippy in your hand, and they're designed to stick to um, juggling. No, not juggling. Uh, stick to football boots, not to your hands at all. Uh, that's why, of course, um, goalies wear. And goalkeeping gloves and stuff like that and it's very hard to juggle with goalkeeping gloves on uh, but they look great uh, the thing is if you're wanting to learn head bouncing with a ball don't learn with footballs because they're a bit too heavy instead learn with a volleyball or another ball that's a bit lighter 
um, because learning to do head bouncing with a football really, really knacks your head in. Let's um, move on. Okay, can I guess? When I say bigger now, will it be basketballs? If Yes, that's correct. Yeah, I might as well go to basketballs. These are great for spinning and dribbling and bouncing. They hurt worse than uh, footballs to bounce on your head, though. And they just look great. But, of course, they're very, very hard. So as soon as you're juggling three basketballs, you know, you're really pushing it. Um, if you're a new juggler, four basketballs is possible. Five basketballs is just completely, utterly bonkers. The good thing is about them, they're the biggest balls you can pretty much buy and juggle easily. You know medicine balls? Do you call them medicine balls? Medicine balls. This yeah. is like um, a filled large <laughs> ball. This is what I I'm know. saying. Uh, those are the balls of that size that don't bounce. Uh, the bad thing about basketballs is that when you de-inflate them, they sort of make creases and they don't inflate round again. Uh, it sort of wig weakens the ball. The, ba- the sort of bumpy, nipply surface of the balls as well um, makes it actually a bit nasty to spin on your finger. I never really enjoy spinning basketballs on my finger. Also, the balance on basketballs is never quite right. So when you balance on your finger, one point, or actually two ends of the ball, the two points um, always come to exactly the same point. And there's sort of like these little spots that get worn away on either end of the basketball uh, when you spin them on your finger too much. But otherwise, a good prop uh, to, to perform with. Cool. Oh, bigger? Bigger balls, you can get bigger balls. These will be gym balls, you know, the the um, the ones that you roll around on in the gym, you know, and uh, medicine balls. not medicine balls. The balls that you, you know, the the big inflatable oh, ones, the big yeah, rubber yeah, balls, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and you've seen performances with them, uh, yeah. Uh, and the performances were what? Benny did. Yeah, yeah. A friend of ours, um, from Berlin performs in a group that does this. The thing is, you can't really juggle more than sort of two by yourself. You've got to have like three or four people on stage rolling them around and bouncing them around on stage. It looks great, not really for the casual juggler, because it just looks a bit stupid if you take these around with you and, um, and juggle them in your, in your local uh, club. Really much, you know, best for performing on stage. Yeah. Um, do you think there's something bigger? Maybe. Not sure, I guess. Uh, let's move on to not just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. Okay, you started by saying specific balls are good for specific, specific skills. Go into that more. Like what? Like contact juggling, for example? Contact juggling. Well, crystals, uh, acrylics, they look great, uh, and they're used a lot for juggling, uh, for, for contact juggling. I've not actually, I'm not that qualified uh, to talk about contact juggling balls, but um, I do know that stage balls work well for contact juggling too. Uh, the acrylics, I've seen people do juggling, actually throwing and catching juggling routines with them, but if they bounce against each other, you've pretty much had it, you know, because that's it. They bounce against each other and just fly off in random directions really badly. Hopefully not into your face. Next question. Um, ball spinning, but we had quite a bit about that. Well, I talked about some of the balls you can get. Beach volleyballs are good, footballs are okay. Um, the thing is, spinning balls is such a wide topic, and I could go into like a whole podcast just about ball spinning. I'm sure that would be so interesting for about five people listening. Um, so I'm not going to talk too much about it. All I can say is that uh, I've spent actually quite a lot of money in the past on really, really nice spinning balls, and they're okay. They're great for spinning by the myself. Worst thing is, Wait a second. Let even, me finish. Even what? when he doesn't like them, we still keep all of them. No, I don't. We'll have our our ballroom at home, um, and it's not for dancing. Um. So, where was I up to? Oh yeah. So 
expensive ball can spin well on your finger, but I do some street show stuff and I, I want to spin a ball and put it on a child's finger. And I found out the better the ball is for me spinning, pretty much the worst it is for spinning on a child's finger. So in the end, I, I yeah, so I, I buy these one euro, two euro balls like from these crap stores and they spin perfectly on a, on a child's finger. Uh, and it works really well. Next question, Paula. Um, head bouncing. Head bouncing. Well, as I said before, get something very, very soft and about six inches across, about 150 millimeters, and uh, and make it so it's really, really light and bouncy. So when you're actually bouncing on your head, you don't actually have to put in any effort at all. It just keeps bouncing there, dunk, dunk, dunk on your head, and you don't have to think about it. Uh, and once you put in about a thousand hours of um, bouncing a really, really light ball on your head, then you can go onto a heavier ball. Um, and you'd want a heavier ball, really, because if you want to mix it with the juggling, um, or you want to also have a ball that you can spin on your finger, it needs to be a little bit heavier. But like I said before, don't learn with a really heavy ball. Just learn with a light, well-balanced, small ball, and that's the way to go. That is 40 days. What? A thousand hours. Yeah, it takes a long, turn, long time to learn how to bounce a ball on your head. Okay. I've been practicing it for years and years and years, and I still, still can't. 40 days? But Around the clock. you could probably do it. But I still can't bounce a ball and juggle three clubs for more than ten catches. It's it's completely impossible for me. Okay. Uh, maybe you want to tell us something about ping pong balls. Ping pong balls. I don't juggle ping pong balls and spit them. I think it's disgusting. It's very impressive. It's fun to do in a show. But it's not something I've ever really wanted to um, do. Uh, the thing is about ping pong balls is that the standard size of ping pong balls was increased a few years ago from 38 millimeters to 40 millimeters, just to make them more visible on television. The bad thing about this is now they're a bit harder to stick three of them in your mouth and, and spit them and, and, and catch them again. Did so someone die of them? Um, so I don't think anyone's died of. Imagine you would like breathe it in. You'll die. I don't think it's actually possible. I think someone died because he breathed in an egg. <laughs> an egg? Yeah. A boiled egg? Yeah. Wow. I've never heard that story before. Of course, without the skin. Um, I did think en Enrique Restali, um, one of the greatest jugglers ever, he actually, uh, it said he died from a mouth infection that he got from one of his, um, uh, from his mouth sticks. I'm not sure how true that story is, but... Um, Who? Enrico Restali. No. I think I showed you some videos yeah, of him the other day. I heard an interview about him. Yeah. Yeah, and he I think he died. Oh, yeah, on German TV, didn't you? Because of um leukemia, le do you say that? Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. But everyone thought because when you when you use a lot of um no, when you have leukemia, you have a, a lot of um mouth bleeding. How do you say like when this Oh, gums bleeding. Gums bleeding. Um but they thought it's because of the stick. Because ah, he okay. used that stick all the time, so they thought it, it would be very normal that he had that bleeding, but it was actually that he had leukemia. So there you go. It was nothing to do with bad um, oral hygiene. It all had to do with leukemia. Um, that is what the German historians think Enrique Restali has died of. So let's move on. Um, heavy balls. Heavy balls are great. You can buy them called power balls from um, Beard. But you <laughs> no, it's power with a three where the the E should be in power. Uh, but you don't need to buy them. You can just make them. Um, get a tennis ball, cut a hole in it, put loads of coins in there, coppers in there to make it about between 500 and 1,000 a, a grams up to a kilogram per ball you can make. Uh, or if you put lead shot in Why them. Why should you do that? Well, 
The reason you for do training. this, it's for training. Yeah, it's not just for getting yourself stronger, but you actually train muscle memory in this way. If you're up to about 500 catches with five balls, what you should do is get, make some of these balls and train and just go, I'm going to do 100 catches with the heavy balls and do it. And then another 100 catches and then maybe 200 catches. And I bet you anything within about two weeks, your record with the normal size balls with double or triple or quadruple. They really are... Like heavy clubs. <laughs> that doesn't work quite so well <laughs> like that. But they really are. These heavy balls really are. If you're training oh, five ball endurance, they work so well. <laughs> Don't I talk. Don't don't more. don't talk about my endurance skills. Um, let's uh, let's move on. Yeah, heavy balls just the way to go if you want to. Um, try. Yeah, you only just got the joke. Um, next up, <laughs> tennis balls. Let me talk about that as well because Polo's just in a world of her own here. If you get a tennis ball and yeah. three tennis balls oh. in a can, <laughs> Polo, stop it. Okay. Um, tennis balls in the can are a great prop like a found prop that's that already exists because the can keeps them in nice and pressure uh, and you can do loads of tricks throwing the tennis balls into the can out again throwing the can juggling it all works really well and um, some people actually inject the tennis balls with water to increase the weight of the tennis balls um which i don't do you use what nothing um, I, I, what I do is, is just use the prop as it is because that's what a found prop should use Polar, stop it just stop it I'm trying to do a podcast here um, the, the reason I also use um, the fresh balls is because you actually you can just open the can on stage and just go for it and show the audience that there's no sort of trickery involved in it there's no weighting of the balls to make it easier for you or anything like that I really do think that is cheating getting a found prop and modifying it in some way um, rather than just getting the best prop for the job Paula? Yeah any more balls? I can't think of any other balls to talk about I'm sure there are stuff uh, and if anyone's I got any questions maybe we should switch the podcast off now um, wait a second let's uh, get let's stick to juggling in the podcast oh. God, for goodness sake um, yeah so that's it really that's all I've got to talk about about juggling balls uh, thanks for listening in the future I'm going to talk about juggling clubs and I've got lots of stuff to talk about that um, about the weight the length the width the shape the spin the centre of balance the sweet spot the knobs the ends the handles the decoration the construction and the durability of juggling clubs and once I've gone through all of them I will name some of the clubs that I think um, fulfil most of the good things or the the, the, um, the things that I like about juggling clubs and I'll also talk about rings in the future too um, and Diabolos if I can find some Diablo experts uh, that's the end please send email and feedback um, uh, we'll do this kind of thing again this this sort of like prop description kind of uh, recommendation kind of thing in the future but not for not for a month or so i'm sure so thank you very much for listening my name is luke burridge and i'm paula Fendler. see you later and goodbye bye <laughs>